Okay. Pod 31. 3 1, baby. We're going. Yep. So many pods, so many pods to go. I know. We, um, our, well, we just missed our four month anniversary, which would be the 19th. But it's a Tuesday, so. What day is it now? What'd you say? Oh, uh, it's coming up, right? Yeah. Just for the four month anniversary. Right. We should have had a month anniversary, wow. seriously. Month anniversary. Yeah. I can't believe I only that episode four. Oh yeah, at the time, yeah, it would have only been four episodes. That has to be a positive though. Like it's what definitely not. It has to be a positive that um that we're four episodes in, you know. Uh, we would have yeah. been four episodes in, so it would have been good for us to just have something like that. Right. I don't believe that guy, because I was watching videos on, like, this guy's talking about, oh, things to do when you start a podcast, whatever. And he was like, yeah, make sure that uh, you're, like, prepared for it, all this stuff, naturally, all the normal things. And he's like, yeah, like, uh, 90, 95% of podcasts don't even last seven episodes. Oh, yeah, Jeez. you mentioned that. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't believe that at all. I mean, it's only seven? I guess, I guess, like, a lot of people probably just try it out and then they, like, either find out that it's more work than they expected or they're, like, not getting results that they expected, so they just give up. Yeah. I think we found a good, uh, we, we enjoy recording it, I guess, and we, uh, enjoy our time with each other i guess i guess yeah like only really i guess some days i'm like yo nah i love it every day every day i love it because it's literally like things that what's interesting about doing podcasts is it's generally just things that you would be talking about already but recording it and allow people inside that conversation so i like that a lot yeah. Like, we've known each other for, for such example. a long time, so that's why it's so good to... It's so easy, you know? Right. Uh, for example, one of the things that we want to talk about to start off is cauliflower crust. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, that's something that we both did recently. Um, yeah, I just had some for the first time. Like, it was... I've had some in the past, but I had some yesterday that was eye-opening for me. Where did you have it? That was at um, Uno's. So I went to Uno's for the first time in a long time. Um, Hmm. I had this uh, deep dish pizza in Vegas that was uh, like a traditional pie. So I liked that a lot. I liked the idea of making a pie pizza. So that's one thing that I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I just bought some new pans and I was recently gifted a, um, a food processor. So that's one thing I could do with it. I could make both cauliflower pizza and a, a, a uh, a, uh, pie pizza. Pizza so, pie. Yeah. So that's something that I'm interested in doing soon. 
You're going to try to make a cauliflower crust pizza? Yeah, I don't think that one would be that difficult. Because uh, really, you just want the cr the crust to get really crispy. If you if you undercook it, it's going to be pretty trash. Yeah. Because the way that they do it, because it's so crispy, it's uh, it literally feels like it's traditional pizza. I was telling the woman who uh, was the person who served me yesterday that, uh, yeah, I would just tell people that this is just a new, like, they should just market it as a crust that they already have, not something that's like an alternative to traditional crust, because I think it's that good to compete. It's good enough to compete with traditional crust. Oh, yeah. I've um, I've recently uh, ventured into the cauliflower crust world as well. Um, I went to a California pizza kitchen and they have it. Oh yeah. Um, but it's just like, it tastes pretty much just the same. Yeah, um, pretty much. But it also just like is a lot less filling, which I like. Mm. Um, that's funny that that's something that you like. Yeah. I mean, cause if I, I don't know when I, I'm a pizza dabber myself. Okay. Uh, I dab the oil off with a napkin. Oh yeah, if some the people pizza hate looks that. Like, I know, but uh, I I used to be like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, why are you putting a napkin on your pizza?" But yeah, now, I mean, I just tried it a few times like years ago, mm -hmm. and it just makes my stomach feel a lot better afterwards. Um, and pizza by itself is just like heavy. Uh, but I found that with the cauliflower crust, it's like not, it doesn't upset my stomach as much. No. And I can eat like pretty much a whole cauliflower pizza uh, without like even really feeling it. Having any like, yeah. So I really like it. I want to find other places that have it. It's good to know that Uno's has it. But um, yeah, more places should definitely do it. Um, there must be some something about it that just makes it difficult i'm gonna try it out though i want to test it because i feel like you could pretty much make any uh pizza into a cauliflower pizza yeah um the only other place that i know is a place in like pittsfield but that's like far away yeah um, but yeah i'm gonna explore more into that because i really like it mm. yeah it's a good style What's the first thing you're going to do with your pants? Um, yeah, I don't really know yet. Probably, probably the cauliflower pizza. Um, I bought two new cast irons and a traditional, traditional, uh, saute skillet. So I have a lot of steak in the fridge. I got some peppered steak that I might chef up. Uh, and then... I really want to try that, those pizzas. I think the cauliflower would be pretty easy with a food yeah. processor. Um, mm -hmm. And then after that, I'm not really sure. I want to try cooking a lot over the next week. Um, I got a lot of really cool options. You know, it's interesting. The restaurant uh, switched over to Wagyu beef for the burgers. Which restaurant? Our restaurant. No way. No way. That's not yeah. true. No, it is. 
Our uh, restaurant now has Wagyu beef. Yep. In the burgers. Yep. <laughs> and I tried one two days ago. How was it? It was really good. It was a lot better than our old burger. Our old burger was like pretty uh, firm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. Okay. That's interesting. I'm curious what grade really Wagyu tender. is. I don't think it's that great. It can't be grade. like the top grade Wagyu, but still, if it's like no, even a cheap version of Wagyu, it's still expensive. Right. Um, the weird thing about it is that the price didn't really change much. I think it was like just $2 more. Mm. Um, but also, we're not listing it on the menu as a Wagyu burger, which surprises me, sort of. Because I that feel like... If you're to have like such a high tier meat, mm. you'd want to tell people like, would, like, "Yeah, you're it. eating a really high tier burger." Right. So mm. I don't know. That makes me like question it a little bit, but mm. whatever. It was good. It was definitely an upgrade from our original burger. What's kinda. on it? Does so, it have bacon on it? It's still this like the cheddar bacon burger. It's just well, like different meat now. Yeah, they need to put onion rings on it. I know that onion rings. Oh, that'd be good. I know um, Banner's Burger is so good. It's um, three different meats. It's top sirloin, uh, bottom sirloin, and I think like tenderloin. So it's like those three meats mixed together. Uh, They're all like pretty fatty pieces. Yeah. So that burger. like Boston Burger Company for burgers. I've never been, but I've only heard such crazy things. There's so many burger spots uh, in Boston that, like, I need to hit but just haven't. Yeah. I've, like, recently been going to Boston Burger Company a lot. Mm. It's good. I, um, I'm glad that I don't have kids and I live in the city because I like that the fact that I can go out to eat and it's not going to hit, like, a crazy amount to, like, my bottom line. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. I'm not, yeah, because the majority of it is saved, like, it's not the craziest thing, so. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a nice thing to have. To oh, yeah, not have kids? I ain't having kids oh, for a yeah. minute. I know that for a fact. <laughs> I'm not even sniffing at kids. Not even sniffing? Nah. You're so. Not allowed to sniff kids. No. Yeah, literally. the hard way. Huh? What? What'd you say? I said I learned that the hard way. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what have I been up to? Uh, oh, I've been streaming. I beat that game Hades finally yesterday on Yeah, stream. he's been playing the game and he uh, beat Hades. Yeah. Just reiterating. Uh, um. <laughs> I made a highlight video last night. I I took a nap at like 8 p.m. last night, mm-hmm. and then I just woke up, and I was like, what the fuck can I do? And so I just made a uh, a highlight video of my journey on Hades. Mm. Uh, it's pretty entertaining. I put it on my YouTube. Uh, same name, Bane of Dover. Uh, other than that, I got fucking school in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Are you excited for that or what? I don't know. I'm like, I think it'll be good. Um, 
I'm sort of worried about how I'm gonna deal with the asynchronous class because what is that? it's like where you do the class at your own pace. Ah. Uh. Uh, there's no like scheduled meeting time. It's just like I think a recorded pro lecture. Yeah, probably recorded lectures. Uh, mm. But I know I in the past I've had the tendency to sort of fuck that type of thing up um by procrastinating and that type of stuff but i don't know it's only two classes so i should be able to deal with it all right and it'll give me more shit to do during the week so i don't know i'm looking forward to it i suppose hmm. um, and it's a lot of consistency it is street. good to have a schedule Right, yeah. Like, I just got a planner, actually. When I hear somebody who, who like, if I ask them, like, what they do, and this is just, I think this is just human nature, that if you hear somebody and they're like, you ask them, like, oh, like, when can I schedule this with you? Or when can I do this with you? Like, it's kind of backwards. Or, like, that doesn't sound good when they're like, oh, well, my schedule is completely open. Like, I don't do anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it should be, it should be a little bit harder to to schedule something with somebody, you know what I mean? Right. So, that's just Gotta how I feel about it some days. Happy medium where yeah. you do have time to do shit, but... Do what you want, like, but you're not working crazy hard. Yeah. No, I hear it. Um, I definitely hear it. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. But I'm still on my meditation streak. I'm on like 18 days, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you feeling? Good. I like it. I think it's a good thing to get into the routine routine of, um, and it's good just to like chill out for 10 to 20 minutes mm. each day and just like sort of reflect or, you know, try to just be calm, relax. Uh, right. And I've been playing a little runescape cause mm. I need to make money for giveaways and stuff. Yeah. One of my boys, uh, he played a lot of RuneScape. I told him that you were streaming. He sounded pretty interested. Um, I w actually had a question for you. Cypher PK, do you know what he would do on stream when he was playing RuneScape? Well, he was literally at PK, so he was mostly uh, trying to kill people. <laughs> I was just wondering if he did giveaways. Himself. Probably. That was such a long time ago, though. Well, for streaming... Like, for streaming a year is a long time ago. Um, right, yeah. So he that was like, that was like four years ago that he was doing that. All, yeah. God damn. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah, I watched Ninja the other day. Mm -hmm. and uh, Playing Valorant? Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like too much for me. Why? I don't know. He's just so like loud and like yelling at people and shit <laughs> that's the funniest part but if he it ain't your type of streamer like that's that's somebody for you but like him yelling at people or him like being crazy is funny i feel like he he sort of looks like uh nick carter or aaron carter oh yeah the carter brothers one of yeah. them yeah and one of them they kind of have like similar uh behaviors too they're kind of like i don't know jumpy and weird mm. 
Aaron Carter. That's funny you brought him up. Because I've seen no jumper interviews with him, like, recently. Who? Where he's just, like, either the one that's, like, fucked up, not the one that, They're like, both pretty well. messed up, I thought, right? Yeah, probably, but... So one of them was uh, Backstreet Boys, right? And the other one was the younger brother know. of the one... <laughs> Aaron Carter's the younger one, and then the other one is something else, Carter. It's Nick and Aaron. So I Nick, don't know which is which. Nick Carter's the older one, and he's the one who is in. It's probably some like person listening. It's Aaron Carter. It's Aaron Carter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wasn't Backstreet Boys. It was in sync. Yeah, yeah, you guys don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, they're screaming at their phone right now. Yes, we do not know <laughs> much about boy band culture. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but Nick, I think, is the older one, and Aaron's the younger one. Aaron's the one who did, uh, who did, uh, what was that? It was, uh, the Jimmy Neutron movie, If Kids Rude the World. Oh, really? I don't remember yeah. that. That was that huge I, song everybody was singing back then. I just, the interviews that I've seen recently, recently where he just goes on new, on, uh, No Jumper, and he, like, talks about like how much money he's making and uh, what does he make a lot now yeah i mean apparently he's doing like real estate uh and shit. really that's what that's yeah. what aaron carter's doing now yeah and he has like a jewelry company i think uh but he's also a drug addict like he was he's been on i don't know if it was dr failed no it was like doctor some doctor and like they were staging an intervention sort of and he just like how is like, Huh. 30 pill bottles on him. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> but that's Hey man, if you're cash. if you're rich like you can pay for a lot of that stuff. So you can pay to be a drug addict like Yeah. Cuz doctors will just prescribe it to you like legally. Hey, knowing a doctor, knowing a doctor is a big finesse. Oh yeah. How do we start talking about Aaron Carter? Um I, uh, I think you, we were talk well, we were talking about Ninja and how he's similar to Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. To RuneScape nice. and then the game. Nice memory, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. But, but yeah, we had a few things we want to talk about. Yeah, so we got our first segment today. We a uh, little bit touching, just uh, hear our reactions to the Capitol Hill storming. Uh, personally, I'm kind of tired of talking about stuff like this um, because it's just an obvious dichotomy between the two sides. Um, and I think that uh, uh, the other side just tries to use... Um, tries to use similar language to the Black Lives Matter movement just to seem, uh, just to just to create opposition. And when it's uh, convenient for them. Uh, and I also think that if there was a Black Lives Matters movement that did the same thing, that we would be seeing a lot more death or a lot more arrests and uh, and probably police brutality. 
Uh, I don't want to say that the one woman who died doesn't matter, but uh, I think that we would have seen more of that. Um, and I think it was not a coincidence that she was shot by a black person. Um, so I buy So I, I don't know. I just think that it's a little, uh, just a little annoying. And every single week, I'm tired of being disappointed in the country that I live in. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that. A, was it a cop that shot? Yeah, so there was so there was one death. It was by a woman who was in the Navy. At she used to be in the Navy, and uh, she tried to break in, and an office one of the officers to protect the Capitol building uh, shot and killed her. Um, mm. It's just a little annoying because sometimes if it was a person of color, they would have put mo like mo most often when it's a person of color who gets arrested for something they put up their mugshot instead of like pictures with their family or photos that the family gives. She was put with um, a chosen photo, naturally. And um, usually when it's a person of color, they talked about their past, like their past uh, times they were convicted of crimes or some petty crimes. And they didn't talk about nothing right. about her being a uh, shoplifter. Like her. Yeah. Navy being career. in the Navy yeah, and how like, she had a family, whatnot. They didn't talk nothing about how, like, she was shoplifting, um, had some aggressive uh, 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 run-ins with people in the past, things like that. So it's definitely two sides of the coin. And if you think that we're all living equally in the U.S. and that minorities aren't treated differently and that it's okay and that you side with the people who stormed the Capitol building, then I just think that you're delusional and should do more research on um, how the other side is treated. Good. Um, yeah, as for like my take, I don't know. I was, I sort of just tuned it out. Because um, mm. I was, I forget what I was doing, but I, I don't know. I just wasn't surprised. Like, my expectations for, like, uh, what can I call them? I mean, I guess, like, Trump followers mm. uh, knows no bounds. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're just, like, so crazy, and mm. uh, they have such, like, skewed perspective or opinions of things that I don't know. It just really didn't surprise me that it happened. Uh, mm. It's definitely I, and, unfortunate. Yeah. And the reaction to it was what was so crazy to me because like the president came out and said that um, like, Oh, it's okay. I know you guys are upset. Uh, he was really sympathizing with them and saying that pretty much that he, had, he, he wasn't denouncing them. Uh, but yeah. he was also, he was agreeing with them, but not denouncing them, which doesn't sound, it just, they're raiding a federal building, you know, like anything that people would have to say like, oh, the Black Lives Matter movement, da, 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 da. But like, at the end of the day, like that's, that's state level crimes. Like that's something that is 
at a much lower level than raiding the Capitol building. Like, you didn't see anyone raid the Capitol building when Trump won. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I just don't really understand it. I don't either, but I don't know. People, There's crazy people out there, and they're going to do crazy shit, and they're not going to stop. No. There's rumblings of them trying to do another one. Really? Yeah, apparently they're trying to do another form of a raid uh, in about a week. That's what I've seen online from different supporters. I don't, so I don't really know. understand like the aim of that. Like, I don't get it either. They're gonna do. There, there are some people who think that that assassination was a play. Of who? Of like just various uh, politicians. Officials, yeah, who building? who were gonna sign like whatever paperwork they. Oh, because they were. They were recounting the votes and it was only supposed to be something like really quick, like 30 minutes of time. And I uh, guess that they were going in there to stop that from happening. But mm-hmm. I guess one of the officials who they were looking for, I think it might have been Nancy Pelosi that they were looking for, wasn't there. Um, so that's why they went to her office and like, uh, like took her computer and took her mail, stuff like that. God, it's so stupid. Um, yeah, it's really dumb. Yeah, I don't know. They were thinking like, that they were like, gonna like incite like a re- like a like a revolution, like <laughs> right. I just don't really get it. Like, what is the point? What What are you trying to revolt against? Like. Where, what is the revolution about? Like, you think you're being, like, undermined for some reason, or? Don't know. Um, But I feel like, um, like you said, it is disappointing uh, to hear stuff like this. And it's, it seems, like, sad to me that I'm not surprised by it. I know, it's pretty terrible. Like, in other countries... It's really crazy that that here we think that, oh, it's just so normal, it's whatever, but it's really ridiculous. It really is. The fact yeah. that there is a group that gets away with what they get away with, and then there is so many other groups that are disenfranchised. And it's like, right. well, if we put a little more focus on addressing the other side, like we'd all rise, you know? Mm-hmm. The damn shame. Yeah, but uh, yeah, not stay on this. We got another interesting story. Um, another development with the Apple Car. That's another cool one. Uh, yeah. So Apple has come out with Hyundai, and uh, they've said that they're that Hyundai is going to be one of the car manufacturers to help apple get this whole apple car on on the road um i thought it was pretty cool uh but there's some interesting parts to it too like uh hyundai right now its valuation is uh about at 50 billion 
uh, and Apple's is at 2.2 trillion. And uh, Apple also has 293 billion in cash. So it's really yeah. crazy how much of a bigger company Apple is. <laughs> yeah. So like they could buy four Hyundai's pretty much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I so, like Hyundai. I got I got a Hyundai. My mom's got a Hyundai. Yeah, I know. Hyundai or Hyundai? Yo, I really don't. It must be Hyundai. It must be Hyundai. Um, but I've been saying Hyundai for too long. I need to hear a Japanese person pronounce it mm. so I can finally know. I think I say I say Hyundai. I say Hyundai. I think. I definitely switch. You, like some days I say Hyundai, some days I say Hyundai. Yeah. Do you say scallops or scallops? Um, scallops. Yeah. I started saying scallops because it's easier. Scallops, I think, sounds too like uh, I don't know. It sounds like you're trying to be like fancy, too smart sounding. Yeah, like too fancy sounding. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Scallops. Scallops. It's like, what are you trying to sound like a scholar? You yeah, know? seriously. Ugh. A scallop scholar. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. They're gonna manufacture with Hyundai. Uh, yeah, so is that an exclusive partnership, or are they gonna expand to other manufacturing companies? I don't know. Like, what's so really crazy excited. about it is how much cash that Apple has. So I think they just need the infrastructure from Hyundai and they're probably just going to do limited uh, versions of the car. But I think Apple has a lot of uh, space to grow. Um, so I think one of the first markets they're going to get into is cars. And if it's with Hyundai being an exclusive partner, it works. But I think they're going to keep their uh, like their doors open because they don't even really need Hyundai, you know? It just makes right. it easier on them. That's so it's true. interesting to see how Apple moves in the next uh in the next uh like generation of technology because they could also get in the robotics field. Hyundai, which is interesting, Hyundai just bought Boston Dynamics. So that's a Did robot they? company. Yeah, so that is a that like robotics is another space that Apple could easily get into, you know? Like the yeah. basis from their technology is it's not that wild to see them making the next progression of robotics. Right. Who knows? People may have robots in like I think people may have robots in their houses. So it's just interesting. For sure. Interesting move We're from gonna Apple. Be we're going to be the Jetsons soon. Uh, We're going to have, like, robot maids. I think it'll be, like, in our lifetime we'll have something similar to that. Me too. I'm not having no robot in my house, but no. I'm not trying to have no ex machina. <laughs> or uh, iRobot. Oh, yeah, both of them, either one of them, where it's just, like, the robot's yeah. like, you're not leaving the house. <laughs> it's like, sit down. <laughs> like, dang. <laughs> There's absolutely nothing I could do. So that's yeah. an interesting progression. Something cool to watch if you're really a, an Apple fiend and you want to ride around in your Apple car and your 
Apple robot. Um, yeah, it could be on the horizon. Interesting. Have they given any like time things or um, partnered? So there's a lot of uh, chatter coming out of Korea. That's where this whole sto- all this story has come from. Uh, but it ended up getting really nipped in the butt really quick because I guess uh, one of the spokespersons was saying too much. Uh, so they were saying that they will have a uh, prototype, like I think in the... Uh, it's either sometime this quarter or the end of next quarter. So in the next like six months, but they're going to have something to re- reveal. And I think sounds cool because a lot of uh, the uh, the people who are kind of uh, conservative on this car think that they're not going to have one until 2027. But if they partner with a manufacturer like Hyundai, then it could speed up the process a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it'll uh, help Hyundai go electric. True. So I, I think I think there's some some overlap here. I think that it's a possibility. I'm not ruling it out, but I'm being real conservative with any story about Apple's car that comes out. But uh, this yeah. was the closest thing to a full-on partnership that we got. Hmm. Well, we'll keep track of that. Yeah. Well, well I think yeah. This is not going to be the last time we're going to talk about the Apple car because I think that's one of the most interesting developments to the whole EV race. Uh, I was talking right. to Mike about this off pod, uh, about how a lot of the new EV vehicles have higher valuations than our current, uh, gas, uh, uh, like gas vehicle market. So, um, like right now, Neo, it's, uh, market value just passed. Uh, what was it? Um, I think it was, it was GM. Damn, yeah, that's s- crazy. Yeah, Tesla definitely passed GM. Who did we talk about off pod? It was in um, it might not been GM, but four vehicle for all vehicle manufacturers, Neo has a higher market cap than the majority of them. I think it's number seven in the world. Uh, and last year they only made forty three thousand cars. So, and Tesla made five hundred thousand. And they're number one. So electric cars, that is, it's, it may not be the entire market, but it's going to be part of the market. Um, and some of these smaller companies like Hyundai, who uh, have smaller valuations and only take a smaller piece of the, the, the vehicle market, um, big help from Apple to use their influence and uh, the electrification of uh, the world's vehicles to their advantage so i think it's a huge move by hyundai if it's uh if it's if they end up completing the the uh the vehicle and production for it so mm-hmm. i think it's a really interesting story though to say the least um oh yeah yeah but this I'm apple sure car thing is about it. to be huge if it if they end up doing it yeah i'm sure they will they got the money for it Oh yeah, that's they got all the money in the world to do anything they want. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy. Uh yeah, we got another interesting story. Uh, this one's it's it's funny in some ways, but I feel like the animal activists who will listen aren't gonna like it so much. Uh 
in the Florida, how you pronounce this? Homosasa. Homosasa. Yeah. Homosasa River. Uh, they, there was a federal, federal officials opened an investigation into a disturbing disfigurement of a threatened species. So what they found was a manatee that had carved Trump into its back. So a Trump supporting manatee was found. Um, pretty interesting. Didn't know manatee supported Trump. Uh, pretty crazy. No, but uh, yes, yeah, someone actually carved naturally the Trump into the manatee, which is pretty crazy. A marine scientist said the incident was one of the most horrifying things I have ever seen done to a wild animal. Um, yeah. I just don't understand I agree. what what people would, or like why people would do this. Uh, or even like how, like me and Z were talking about it before the pod and I guess it much must have just like been beached somewhere and then someone Mm. was able to carp but like who runs into a manatee first Mm. off Mm -hmm. i've never run into a manatee Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. it's wicked rare because they're like endangered in the first place Mm -hmm. um but like who runs and then yeah Mm -hmm. and then decides you Mm -hmm. know and like has the gear to carve into a manatee on them Mm -hmm. uh then decides to carve the word Trump into him. I don't mm. know. It's really just sick because I always think like, all right, well, if you would do it to an animal, like, would you also do that to a person? Like, I can't rule that out a hundred percent. Like, yeah, I just don't get it. Like, it's it's really awful. Like, that's I don't know. I just don't really just don't get it because. I don't know, man. I always think Carving like, how would you feel if somebody thing? did that to you? That's how I always think about it. Like, <laughs> like yeah, if I found you pissed. like passed out in a bathroom, and then I was like, "Oh, word!" Like, let's carve Trump into his back. Like, <laughs> oh man, that's not cool, man. Like, I yeah, I just don't true. even get. So, was was it supposed to be funny? Like, was it a political campaign move? Yeah. It, and Trump my thing is, is that I have never seen a supporter of any other, not even just because this is the problem. When people say if if I was to say, oh, like um, nobody ever did that with like you never seen someone do that with Obama. Right. If I say that <laughs> the. So the Trump supporters, his side, would tell me that, oh, well, Obama did X, Y, and Z. But it's not even just about Obama. It's like, did you ever see a Bush, like someone, a Bush supporter do that to some, to an animal? Or like the things that are, that his supporters are able to get away with are, or things that they're able to justify doing is just a way different spectrum than any other like political stance beyond Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. That's like the main thing. Like, 
not just that it's Democrat versus Republican, but it's really like his specific supporters are way more radical than any other past supporters of the Republican Party. Yeah. Like, that's just a disgusting thing to do. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. It's sick. It's twisted. I wonder if Trump has heard about this or has anyone told Has said anything about it? Yeah, and I wonder how it makes him feel. I don't know. Like, the way that he came out and just justified and didn't... And didn't completely vilify the people who raided the the Capitol. I just don't know. Like, yeah, they broke multiple federal crimes, and that was fine. So this, I just don't know if he'd even react. Wonder if he has a heart. He's got all right, some sort of heart, some kind of. The thing I just don't, I but. What I will say about Trump, though, and people who listen to this won't like this, but it is true. Like, I don't know if I don't think we would be like with the stimulus. Right. There has to be some kind of heart there because he want he was one of the ones who wanted to pass the stimulus to begin with, you know, and he was the one who gave us the twelve hundred earlier in the year and the six hundred now. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently, I don't know if the even that the Democrats we got now would have passed that today. You know what I mean? Like, I think there has to be some kind of credit. Yes, a lot of things that he did were I don't like. I don't support. Um, I don't really like his supporters. I don't like his reaction to his supporters. There's a lot of things that I don't like, but there are some things that he did that weren't bad. You know what I mean? Like. Right, yeah. It's it's difficult. It's not an easy job to be the president of the United States, so I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, uh I was going to say RIP to that manatee, but he's probably still alive. I hope oh, yeah. I wish him the best. This story was only from yesterday, so Yeah, I think it was today. I mean, I think it got posted today. I don't know. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it seems like. But it but shouldn't. Have, it couldn't have happened too long ago. Hmm. Hopefully they know. catch him. But the guy who did it, I I can't imagine how they would. Yeah, I don't think they would. I don't think they can. I just don't think it's possible. Like, we could find stuff on land, but finding evidence from. Like a sea animal? Like, how did he even start that? I wonder, like, how old it was, too. How old the manatee is. Because I'm pretty sure they can live for... A long time. Yeah. And it's going to have that on its back the whole time. Probably, like, spiden, which is, like, the really tragic part. Yeah, they can live about 60 years. Hmm. <sighs> so That's sad. Crazy. Um, oh, that's so sad. The first thing that comes up, I was like, have manatees ever killed anyone? They're like, manatees are very calm and peaceful creatures, not known to attack unless they are provoked. Yeah, they're nice. They're the cows of the sea. Sea cows. It's awful. It really is. Um, The other 
interesting article that we found has to do with witches. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a town. Where is this town? Belgium. In Lear, Lear, Belgium. Yeah, Lear, Belgium. Uh, that is now apologizing for executing witches 400 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to read some of the article mm-hmm. uh, right now. Uh, in the late 16th century, Kathleen van de Bloek, a 40-year-old woman living in Lear, Belgium, was accused of witchcraft. The accusations came from two women who, similarly to the infamous Salem witch trials in the United States, tragically faced the impossible choice of naming others or possibly being executed themselves. Uh, Which is so stupid. I know. I wonder, like, it's got to be, like, imagine just getting, like, a glimpse of, like, how life was back then you know just like going off of like what people say Mm. and just like people making shit up and like Mm. you have to believe them because there's like no way to fact check stuff Mm. you know and like Um, how awful is it that you're literally telling them i'm not a witch and they're like we know you're a witch and we're not going to stop torturing you until you tell us where the other witches are and you're like but i'm not a witch (laughs) like so you like, I bet, because I think she ends up ratting people out that aren't even witches. And it's like, well, you just killed us, both of us, and we're not even witches. It's just really stupid. Well, like, it's probably she, because they had, like, like higher sense of hygiene at the time. They could be called a witch for that. Oh, yeah. They could have, like, you know, they could have taken anything and be like, oh, it's witchcraft, you know? Yeah. Uh, but... This lady, after being tortured at the hands of authorities, Van de Bloek told, finally told her tormentors that she was a witch and that she had sex with the devil. <laughs> so okay. I guess she just, like, folded. Yeah. Uh, in 1590, she was strangled and then burnt at the stake just like her mother, also accused of witchcraft before her. Mm. Um, so I guess this city now... Um, so I guess executions continued to take place in Lear, uh, Belgium in the central market until 1818. Um, but I don't, I'm not understanding what spurred this like desire to apology. Uh, apologize right now. Yeah. It seems like so much time has passed and. No one involved in those executions are around today. Mm. Um, Local authorities plan to make their official apology on the 20th of January, the anniversary of Van de Bloek's execution. In honor of her death, they also plan to place a new stone that gives more context to the events that transpired there. Mm. Um, So one of the things that I did find was uh, that... uh, This is a statement to the uh, city council, uh, recent, uh, that this, and I quote, this is a reminder of the danger in having a government that is guided by rumors and hysteria, but also that the courage of one person could make a difference. 
Uh, Kathleen refused to name other witches to save herself despite being tortured. So I guess it's like a symbolic thing of the way that the world should live. Um, and yeah, eat. she was so like a martyr. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that still holds truth today. I think. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Just where, like, if everyone gets riled up to move into one direction or uh, to react to one thing, uh, that a lot of people will just go with it without even having the full story. Right. Um, um, this just made me think of this. Um, I actually talked to my guests about this on Sunday. Um Two of my guests, they were from, they lived in Mass, but their mm-hmm. daughter went to school in New York. Okay. And um, so they were they were talking to me about how everything's like closed in Boston. And I'm like, yeah, like everything's shut down. People are mm-hmm. closing down restaurants and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also brought up the point that, because they were saying that New York is sort of like popping. Like, New York, like, not a lot of shit's closed. You can pretty much, like, do what you want to do. Which is, like, contrary to what I see on the news when I briefly pass, like, my mom watching the news. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because from what I've heard on the news, it's, like, it seems like New York is, like, the... One of the epicenters. Yeah, like, one of the most exposed Mm. and, like, everything should be, like, shut down. And I thought, like, schools were closed down, which they might be. I haven't really looked into it all that much. But Mm -hmm. um, it's just weird that the news sort of is portraying New York to be, like, complete lockdown. Mm. When it's, like, not, it's actually, like, more open than other places. And I've heard this from, like, other podcasts, too. Like, people who have been out to, like, L.A. who normally, like, live in New York. They say that, like, L.A. is, like, really, like, on much stricter lockdown than New York. I think New York has gotten better than... Because than, early on, New York got hit really hard. And then I think that Cuomo did some things to try and... uh help relieve it and now california is the one that's like this is the new epicenter um i just think that this like i i do agree because you're you're mainly saying it's about the hysteria and the and stuff like that right that's like your main point yeah 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 and it's just like i don't know and sort of like what what uh the media or like what the whoever is controlling what we're seeing, mm. you know, mm-hmm. what we see. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's huge to um, talk about that. And I think that it was great for uh, Lear Belgium to do something like this, just to have the memory of it too, because it is uh, applicable today. Because <laughs> right, right now, I know, um, what was it? It was, uh, I just watched last night. This is from months ago. So this is from about, um, this had to be sometime in 2020. The video was published uh, three months ago. But they were saying how uh, one of the, a guy worked at Facebook and he saw that 
Facebook was doing something in small batches to see if they could persuade the people who were viewing the media on their site even just a little bit based on the things that they would view. So if they could stir up anger or stir up uh, anxiety. So they would uh, skew about 70,000 people was in this study, uh, their newsfeed to see things that were uh, more negative that was going on in uh, the world. So they would send them like, I don't know, like videos of, uh, people dying or the Black Lives Matter movements and people being uh, abused or even any movement where people are being um, police brutality is at hand. And they found that like they had a really strong reaction and about like 90 percent of people had like a a more negative, pessimistic view based on the stuff that they were viewing. Mm-hmm. Um So I'm not saying that it's easy to not feel that way, but just always remember that the media we consume today in this world is being uh, targeted to us. And there may be some ulterior motives that the people have when they're trying to give it to you. So you can't take every single uh, piece of information like it's the you should take every piece of information with a grain of salt to try and build yourself a clear view because sometimes you may be a part of studies. That's why you're feeling the way you're feeling because your newsfeed is being changed. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with Lear Belgium's uh, reaction and they're definitely bringing a good, uh, perspective to, uh, yeah, to an old situation, to our history. Definitely. It, uh, it sort of makes me think of, um, like Germany too, because I mean I don't know a whole lot about how they deal with you know Nazis. Their history, which yeah. is crazy because uh, they've deleted that history. Like in Nazi Germany, you're not gonna find uh 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 flags from that yeah. war. You're not gonna find statues of Hitler. So, right. I don't know. That's what kind of confuses me here because there's still people here who hold the Confederate flag and they still have uh they some people have Nazi flags. Some people who raided the uh the Capitol building were were um were seen having shirts that said Camp Auschwitz. Uh Oh wow. So, I, I don't know, man. Like I I I'm just hard pressed to have you give me a good argument onto why it's okay to carry a Nazi flag or carry a Confederate flag. Um, just based on the things that both of those parties were doing. Right. The amount of people's lives that they killed. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the apologies for the witch thing is like a good thing to, sort of acknowledge like mistakes that have been made and mm. try to move on and improve in the future. Mm. Yeah. Cause at, at, at face value, you just think like, Oh, what the heck they're apologizing for, uh, 60,000 deaths between 1400 and 1700, like what, four, three, almost 600 years ago and 
to 300 years ago? Like, what the heck? Like, why do we even care? But right. yeah, once you look a little bit deeper into it, you're like, oh, snap. Like, they actually have a legitimate reason to be bringing this up, which is, right. which is, uh, which is good. You don't see, I think that our government could take a little bit um, out of their book. Uh, I think that mm-hmm. there was a lot of death caused, especially even think like Native American people decimated. Um, so I don't know. Just uh, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, really definitely. interesting. Um, got anything else you want to go over? Um, no, I just wanted to say we just had a couple of check-ins today. Just had to throw some interesting story you guys away. Uh, I kind of like this style of episode today. Um, it felt yeah. pretty good to just get into some interesting topics. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to be back uh, later this week with another episode. Um, but yeah, just checking in with you guys. Having you guys hear our voice again. You know, we do twice a week, so... The first of the week. Got another one coming later. Oh yeah. Um, well, for you, Mike. Just follow me on Twitch. Mm. Bane of Dober. <laughs> yeah. Bane follow of us Dober. on on um, Instagram. Does that make yeah. sense? At uh, DTMS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. That's our Instagram, and then mm-hmm. we got YouTube's. Mm-hmm. All the links Shout out. are in our Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Shout out everybody who's um, followed recently. We've had a really big jump uh, over the past. Uh, I think it was. I think it was past either month or past, so, right? Yeah, it was the past month, right? Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was the last month of the week, but um, yeah, we had a pretty big jump over the past month. Um, we're gonna keep plugging. We're gonna keep putting out content, uh, bringing interesting stories, interesting perspectives to you guys. Um, thank you for the people who listen and participate in um, in uh, working with us. So it's really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, guys. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, guys. Peace.